Okay. <laughs> Kara brought cookies, and it's fantastic. It's the best ever. Also, Kentucky's covered in smoke at the oh moment, my and it's horrible. Yeah, yesterday was rough. Allergies, migraines. Like, when I left, so we recorded yesterday, too, and when I left here and was driving back to Lexington, I looked ahead, and I thought, there must have been a wreck. Like, something's mm-hmm. on fire up yeah. there. And I'm like, no. nope, that's just smoke in the air. Thanks, Canada. Wow. And poor Canada. If it's I that bad here, can you imagine it? I bet they can't even go outside. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, it's Sorry terrible. about y'all. Where's Smokey the Bear when you need him? I don't know. <laughs> Only hey. you can prevent forest <laughs> Is that what he says? I wonder how this one started. I haven't looked into it. I have to know. What if it's just natural, like lightning hit a tree or something? Is that what happens? (laughs) It's a mystery. Let's discuss it. Let's do it. (laughs) It's the Witch's Magic Murder (laughs) Mystery Podcast. Hey, I'm Kara. I'm Megan. (laughs) I have a murder story. I don't have a mystery story. Okay. But mine's really old, and I don't know how I always find these. It's a poisoner. Oh, Cool. Oh, how do, cool. Oh, you do do you do a lot of poison how? stories. I like don't know. Just... Should we be worried? <laughs> <laughs> Here I'm about to eat these cookies you made. <laughs> no, they're delicious. I'm eating them too, so I'm poisoned as well. Okay. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. So my story is about Sarah Dasley. Mm-hmm. She lived from 1819 to August 5th, 1843, and she's known as the Potten Poisoner. Mm. Mm-hmm. She was the daughter of their town barber. His name was Philip and his wife, Anne, who was her mom. She was seven when her dad died, and her mom just became a serial dater. Hmm. But, I mean, she you do you. I literally thought you were about to say serial killer, and I was like, whoa. <laughs> That's a left turn. No, okay. she just dated a lot. She just was just experimenting. She couldn't figure out which one was best, so she did. Yeah, I get it. What she wanted to do. That's what you should do. You live your life in the 1800s. Listen, date a lot of people. You do you. Figure out what you like. Figure out what you don't like. Figure out that you don't have to stay in a relationship right. that isn't good. Right. Because there are other people. Right. And even if you there's no other people at the moment, it'd be okay being alone. You do you. Date yourself. Yeah. And next. <laughs> okay. So... She grew up watching that. So she was like, you know what? I'm going to do the same. Damn and right. She, yeah. 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 <laughs> so she's, you know, the super tall, gorgeous, long auburn hair, big brown eyes. It's me. Mm-hmm. It's me. Mm-hmm. Uh, she dated around and she decided at 19 she was going to marry. Which in the 1800s, you would think yeah. that 19's older yeah, probably, getting, right? Yeah. Yeah. She's getting up there in years. I mean, she only she, lives to be 24 or yeah, whatever. So. Yeah. She's got to get it done. Yeah. <laughs> So she marries the Simon Mead, and they live in Potton as well for a little bit, and then they move to Tadlow in 1840. So she gives birth to their son, Jonah, soon after they move. And Jonah gets really sick as a baby, and he dies. Oh, no. Cold chill. I just had a chill. (laughs) Yeah, Megan had a cold chill. (laughs) Yeah, he died at the age of seven months. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so then... In October, Simon starts getting really sick. Oh no! Yeah, and she she's like her baby. Mm, yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Oh, Sarah. Sarah. Yeah. So Simon starts getting really sick, and he passes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then Sarah, grieving Sarah, mourning the loss of her son and husband, Sarah. Finds a William Dasley, 1841. Okay. 
her last husband fell ill in October of 1840. Oh, mm-hmm. so she moved right along. Real quick. But also in those days, maybe you had to. Yeah, that's true. Just to like, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if she could work or make money or, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Because what they like to do is make sure women couldn't live without men. This is, yeah, that mm-hmm. is so very accurate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So she meets William Dasley. They get married and they move to a village called Wrestlingworth. And uh, William has a daughter, Anne Mead. She's a teenager. And Sarah is like, well, I guess she's going to live with us, too. So the daughter moves with them. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. William just wasn't a big fan of the wife and the daughter both living in the house. He was just like, well, my daughter's a teenager. I thought she wasn't going to come, I guess. So, yeah, he's like, I'm... He didn't want his daughter there? Yeah. He's like, I'm going to become an alcoholic. And get angry. <laughs> that was his that plan. Was his plan. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. what I choose to do. Yeah. So he's like, I'm just gonna drink and I'm gonna hit you. Oh I'm no! I'm gonna become abusive and I'm gonna drink a lot. Okay. And when I drink, I become even more abusive, and hey, it's just gonna be an sucks. endless cycle. And Sarah is like, Well, I'm gonna go talk to my friends. So just gonna go hang out with my friends. And one of her friends was William Wadlock. Oh, just guy friend. We can have guy friends. It's fine, but. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, she said, you know what, William Wadlock? <laughs> William Wadlock. <laughs> She's a funny name. I'm going to kill a man if he ever hits me. Oh. And he's like, oh, that's weird. Okay, sure. You do you. You stand up for yourself. Yeah. If that's what you got to do, had he, you do it. Had the other William already started mm-hmm. hitting her? Yep, he sure had. So then Sarah starts weaving a web, and she starts telling her neighbors, look, God, look, he's drunk again. Look, he's, I've got this bruise from him from when he was drinking the other night. Can you believe he's doing this again? Was he really drunk? Look at him being drunk. Yeah. Or was was she poisoning him? No, he would drink and get angry, but she started weaving that web. Mm -hmm. And so. Setting up her alibi mm -hmm. or whatever. So William Dasley, her husband, gets sick. And the daughter, Anne, is still living with them. And she's like, well, I'm going to take care of my dad. And Sarah's like, well, sure, me too. Gosh. Obviously. Samesies. <laughs> wow. We're going to do so so good for him. Yeah. And so the lo- well, local doctor, Dr. Sandell, gives him a prescription. And he starts to recover. And Sarah's like, well, I don't really trust this prescription. <laughs> I don't like that it's making you feel better. We should yes. really fix it. Yeah, so she goes to a friend of hers, Mrs. Carver, and she's like, look, I'm, I just don't know. Like, I'm concerned about his health, and I don't think the doctor's telling us everything. Like, I just feel like he needs a little more. Like, he just needs more medication, you know, probably some herbs and stuff, like things that I can make, maybe. Oh, jeez. Uh-huh. Um, but I don't know. Maybe I'll just go talk to the doctor, she's telling her friend. She's like, maybe they'll give me a different prescription. Oh. Um, yeah. So Miss Carver was like, well, I mean, I, I saw her throw out some pills, but I thought that maybe those were the old pills and that she had gotten a new prescription. Yeah. And she was just like, maybe she just exchanged them for that and she just didn't want to give them the old ones or didn't want to have the old ones in the house in case they were mistaken for that or whatever. Okay. So then Sarah was like, oh, yeah, no, it's fine. Like, I just, you know, like I said before, I wasn't happy with those. So that's why I tossed them. And, it all uh, makes sense. I've set it was, all up perfectly. Yeah, she was like, but I didn't get these pills from that doctor. I got them from a local herbalist. Oh. 
Yeah, her friend was like, oh, that's, that's weird. Okay, it's, but. it's a little too convoluted. Yeah, Sarah made those pills herself. I figured that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then she gave them to her husband. Oh. And he refused to take them. He was like, these don't look like my normal pills, so I don't want them. See, he must have had some sort of inkling, though, of something being wrong, right? Yeah. Because otherwise, he would just be like, I'll take whatever medicine you say if you say this will make me feel better. Yeah. No. So then Anne, his daughter, is like, Daddy, you're being silly. She's giving you medicine. Take it. And he's like, no, babe, I'm not taking that. And um, she takes one. Oh, no. And he's like, well, fine. I'll take one, too. She gets sick. Uh, They start puking. They have really bad, sharp stomach pains. And then William, her husband, pukes in the yard. And this is really gross, but it needs to be noted. One of the family pigs ate it. Oh. Uh-huh. And guess what happened did to it, the family? Did it really need to be noted, Kara? <laughs> the family pig dies from it. <laughs> oh, I hate it. I hate it so much, but the pig died. Oh, man. Okay. So even though that that happened, she somehow, like... I don't know how they convinced him to continue to take them. Even though he threw up in the yard, even though Sarah or Anne got sick. But Anne's not dead. She lived. Right, right? yeah. He didn't see the connection. Right. And Anne didn't either. She was like, no, actually, don't take these. The pig just died from eating. (laughs) Eating? (laughs) She had told her husband that those pills were from the doctor. Uh huh. She didn't tell him that they were the herbalist. Oh, so yeah, the, yeah. So the doctor she was, thinks the she was weaving all the webs. I mean, the husband thinks the doctor's yeah. trying to yeah, poison. Yeah, yeah. I guess so. So then, obviously, he's being poisoned. So he starts getting worse, mm-hmm. and he's weaker, and and he dies October thirtieth. And the doctor said, "Well, it was a natural death. He died of a natural death. I had given him medicine. He didn't. He started to get better, but then got worse, and he died. So and clearly, it gradually happened. Yep." Yeah, so clearly this is something that was just something his body couldn't overcome. We're sorry. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then she decided she wanted to date her friend William Wedlock. Oh. Mm -hmm. Oh, so Mm -hmm. earlier when we were like, you can have guy friends. Mm. Not this one. Yeah. Yeah. But he was just like, I don't know that I'm comfortable with this. Because I remember you, like, trashing him, and, like, my friends are telling me that this isn't okay, and I probably shouldn't marry you. Like, all of my friends are telling me this is a bad decision, so I don't think that I'm going to do it, because you've had two husbands die. Yeah, and a, and a, child. And a baby. Yeah, and a pig. And a pig now. So, I can't do it. And she's like, well, my gosh, I was going to poison you, but okay. <laughs> I don't think she's said that. I was going to let you live. Yeah, but fine. He was like, I can't talk to you anymore. I can't be your friend anymore. See, this is a good lesson in how when you know that your friend is dating a bad person, you should speak up. You should speak They up. saved William Wetlock. Yeah. So, and he never spoke to her again. And he See, never got poisoned. Set your boundaries. This, well, is, this is like a murder show, murder podcast wrapped up in a dating advice. I love it. <laughs> set your boundaries. Set your boundaries, William. Stay away from that arsenic. <laughs> Okay, so because his friends started talking and neighbors started talking and all these rumors started going around, people started to piece things together. Mm -hmm. She said several family members and critters die now because of this 
whole situation. And so they decided to talk to the coroner, Mr. Eagles. And they were like, Mr. Coroner, this is what's going on. And it's a lot. And we think that you should look into it. So he exhumed William's body. And they found that he had traces of arsenic Mm. in his system. Mm -hmm. So they are like, Sarah, you got to come with us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She wasn't with them in their specific area she peaced out because she knew that all this was going on and she fled to uh, london and she was then found in london by the biggles wade police biggles wade uh, b-i-g-g-l-e-s-w-a-d-e a lot of the names in this story sound like they just came right off of sesame street mm-hmm. so she told the superintendent of their police department that she's super innocent. I don't know what you're talking about. I guess <laughs> no one has ever been more innocent than me. <laughs> yeah. Gosh, guys, I'm just grieving and I came to London to grieve. Oh, man. I've mm-hmm. lost two husbands. Yeah. He was like, I'm sorry, I'm going to arrest you anyways. Mm-hmm. So they did and they take her back to Bedford and they had to stay overnight at the Swan Inn in Biggleswade. And she had to sleep in a room with three of the female members of their staff, which also in the 1800s, they have female police officers, female staff that's traveling to pick her up. That's That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of cool. They said she didn't sleep well. She kept asking these ladies about capital trials and executions and hangings and stuff. And they were just like, my gosh, shut up. <laughs> well, like, this is all like, really odd is. if you're innocent. Right, right. Like, yeah, why? but you'd still be afraid you're mm-hmm. going to be. Yeah. Even if you are innocent. Yeah. Once news of her latest husband's death got around, they were like, huh, we probably should exhume her previous husband and the child's bodies as well and tested them too and they did find traces of arsenic so yeah so she was committed march 24th 1843 and she was waiting for a trial okay she created such a defense that william poisoned himself or that her previous husband Poisoned the baby and then poisoned himself as like an attempted like suicide or like homicide suicide type uh-huh. situation. I just happened to marry yeah. people who like to play with arsenic. Yeah, it's my kink. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> what? So then she was like, "Okay, well, wait, wait, wait. My latest husband poisoned the baby and the husband before that because he was jealous. Oh no! So then he was poisoned too in order to kill himself for killing them." I mean, and they're like, it's not a bad story. Wow. <laughs> wow. Honestly, it's yeah. she's a terrible person, but yeah. like, I don't know. She, yeah. yeah, she put that together. Yep. So, July 22nd, 1843, she's tried for the murder of William Dasley. They don't try her for the murder of her son Jonah, but they hold on to that case oh. just in case this first one doesn't go well. They're going to yeah. bring that one up next. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm hmm. I mean, this is, in the 1800s, they bring a chemist who brings arsenic, and they're able to testify against her. They're like, look, this is what happens. They bring all these people that were her neighbors, and the neighbors were like, yeah, she was acting real sketchy. And they bring all these people. William, the guy she tried to date, yeah, was just like, yeah, I'm going to testify against her. Like, this is ridiculous. She told me she was going to kill a man that hit her, so for Oof. sure. They're like, listen, honey, you did it. Mm -hmm. So we're just going to let the jury decide, though. 
And the jury only takes 30 minutes. <laughs> They're like, well, heck yeah, she's guilty. Yeah, clearly she's guilty. Like she... Everybody around her dies. Yeah. Baron Alderson, before passing the sentence on to her, said that it was bad enough to kill her husband, but it showed total heartlessness to kill her infant child as well. He recommended her to ask for the mercy of her redeemer. Oh, and man. And then he sentenced her to hang. Oh. Mm-hmm. So she spent some time in prison before she was hanged, and she learned to read and write, and she decided she was going to read the Bible and repent for her sins. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, she didn't make any friends in prison. I wonder why. <laughs> but they probably also did not let her work in the food hall probably not. of prison. Yeah. But yeah, she kept her own company, and she always said that she was innocent. Oh, come on. Even after, Sarah. Even after all that time. All the time by herself. Anytime somebody would ask her about it, she'd be like, no, I'm innocent. I am innocent. I do not understand. Yep. Once you're caught, like, why keep lying? Yeah. Like, what? You know how back then they would be like, well, we want to make a recommendation for her not to be hanged because we, you know, believe that they've repented or whatever. Not her. No one did that. Nobody cared. <laughs> no. Everybody's like, let her, let her go. Nobody yeah. cared. Yeah. Sarah's execution was set for Saturday, 5th of August. And there were about 7,000 to 12,000 people there to watch. Oh, wow. That's wild. That's a lot of people. It is a lot of people. Yeah. So they took her to the gallows. She was taken from her prison cell around 10 o'clock. The sheriff took her. They were just like, okay, well, here we go. Lord, have mercy on your soul. And she says, Lord, have mercy on my soul. And she's gone. They said she dropped 18 inches and her body became still after oh. a few seconds. Uh, but they did leave her on the rope for an hour before they took her down. So 12,000 people. Just this is watch where her. True Crime Podcast started. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. I'm sure where everybody around town had already been talking about her being yeah. a poisoner. Yeah. I'm sure it was like Everybody a, like wanted a, to know. Whatever a media sensation could be in yeah. the 1840s. Well, and they also said that Sarah's was the first execution at Bedford since 1833, and she was the only woman to be publicly hanged there. Oh. So they probably were. Yeah. On top of her killing three people. and Right. Yeah, one of them being her own baby. I know. So people were probably like, this is the first woman. She's a serial killer. She's yeah. a murderer. Yeah. And she would have kept murdering. Yeah. I'm sure oh, William sure. Wadlow would have ended yeah. up dead if she yeah. had, you know. If his friends hadn't stepped in and done right. the right thing. Right. <laughs> Keep an eye on your friends, okay? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, that's my story. I like these old-timey ones, I know. as we all yeah. know. I think I say that every time. Yeah, I'm a big fan of the, like, hearing about all the historical ways that they yeah. did stuff. But the fact that they brought, like, a an arsenic investigator, like, somebody that knew, like, a chemist. They yeah. knew about this stuff. Yeah. And they brought him to testify against Smart. her. Yeah. That's so cool. Thank you for telling that story. Yeah, you're welcome. There's going to be an episode that comes out on July 4th, mm-hmm. but then... It's we're a go- really good one. <laughs> it's such a good one. <laughs> it's ridiculous. And then we're going to take a week off, so there won't you'll miss a Friday and a Tuesday, but then we'll be back the next Friday. So just so you guys know, yeah, we just want to give you all a heads up that we'll yes. be MIA for a week. Don't be worried. Yeah. We'll be back. Yeah. Okay, we love you so much. Goodbye. Goodbye.